Hello, welcome to my roundup of April 2021's PS Plus. We have three games this month, and the games are Oddworld Soulstorm, Days Gone, and Zombie Army 4 Dead War. <laughs> so I will get started with Oddworld Soulstorm. This one is PS5 only. And that seems to be a thing they're doing now is they, they give like one PS5 game and then two different games. Because at first I was like, I'm not sure if we should get used to this or what. But yeah, I think we should. it's safe to say we can get used to it at this point. Also, because I'm a little bit behind now and we've like got two more months of games since, since this. So one PS5 game that you can't play on PS4 and then two PS4 games, which you can play obviously on PS5. So Oddworld Soulstorm is developed by Oddworld Inhabitants and it was released on PS Plus on the date that we got PS Plus. The first Tuesday of April. I'm not sure what date that was. So it's pretty cool that they're giving us these launch titles. Although it's fairly niche. But that's fine, like, I kind of like getting the niche stuff because you get to try it if you weren't actually going to buy it. So... I remember playing one of the Ape games on PS1 like a long ass time ago. I was only little and I think it was probably just a demo. I'm not sure. So I kind of felt like maybe I had an idea what this game was going to be. But actually I think I was pretty wrong. <laughs> it was not at all what I expected. So this one is I believe a remake or at least heavily inspired remake of the second game. Um, and it's also a follow-on to the other new game, New and Tasty, which, yeah, is, I believe is a remake of the first one. So this is a follow-on to that one, I'm pretty sure. Um, so as far as the game goes, it's like a side-scrolling action platformer, is how I would describe it. Um, although I don't know what all of the levels are like, because I only did the first one, I feel like it set up some cool mechanics. There's a little bit of stealth going on, there's a little bit of maybe not puzzle solving resource management maybe. There's like definitely um, platforming and you're kind of going through this level and trying to save all of the other little creatures and I assume if you don't do as well maybe you can lose some of them. Uh, I don't know if it's time based but I know each level kind of has objectives too. So there's definitely a scope for going back and replaying and um, getting the achievements and stuff like that. Now as far as my experience with the game, it was, uh, unfortunately it was not my cup of tea. Like I do remember it being side-scrolling platformer, but I also remember it being more puzzly um, about getting your little friends to do things in the right order and stuff like that but this was just heavily action which I didn't expect really. I remember the game being difficult but also I was really young and it was probably the first game when I think about it but this one also seemed like it's it's got potential to be difficult. Um, I think I died a couple of times if I remember rightly and that was just on the opening tutorial level felt a bit brutal I felt but um like there was also redeeming I'm saying redeeming qualities I'm not saying the gameplay is bad I'm just saying it is not my kind of gameplay but you would probably get a better judge of if it's good or bad by asking someone who actually 
really likes platformers. And it's strange because it looks 3D, but it's 2D side-scrolling. Or maybe it's one of those 2.5D, 2.5D games, I'm not sure. But um, it does have a really interesting aesthetic to it. But also, on the other hand, that's what I just had to justify why I said redeeming quality because I didn't mean it in a bad way. I meant like there are also some really good qualities about this game too. I thought the cutscenes were really good. It felt like I was watching some sort of movie. Um, they looked amazing and I thought the story was really interesting as well. And I was actually, like if I liked the gameplay, I would 100% play it more because I was interested in what was going to happen. And again, the graphics were just great and it was quite like sad and emotional as well. And I was like, this is really good, like legit, like a movie. I can't even tell you if the game feels nostalgic or not because I guess kind of some of the cutscenes felt very old school, cartoony a little bit, but then some of them were really dark as well. And the graphics are so modern that it doesn't feel like an old game, even if it is a remake of an old game. So I don't know where I stand on whether it feels nostalgic or not, but I can confirm like the production value feels very high. And uh, I really appreciated how well it looked. Like, yeah, it was really, really nice looking. The game as well, not just the cutscenes. I mean, the cutscenes are like spectacular, but the game itself, like I said, it has this 3D feel to it, even though you are doing like a, a 2D side, like side scrolling. Like you will go around a bend and the, the map will sort of turn with you, but you can see there's all this depth to the world. It's really interesting. Um, I'm glad I got to try it just because from interest about remembering Abe and finding out that it's very different to how I remember, but also just to experience, it has a very unique vibe and a very unique art style. And I'm really glad that I got to experience that, even if I'm not gonna continue playing it. Next up, the second game of the month, we got Days Gone. It's developed by Ben Studio and was released in April 2019. This initially, when this was announced, I was quite disappointed because if you have a PS5, um, you get the PS Plus collection and this game is actually already on the PS Plus collection and I was like, that's such a waste of a, of a slot of a game that they could give something else that we don't already have, you know? And then like when I thought about it, I remembered, oh, it's only PS5 people that have the PS Plus collection. This makes the game available to also people who have a PS4, not a PS5. So I was like, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Like I don't feel so mad anymore. <laughs> but at first I was, yeah, I was like, I felt robbed a little bit, <laughs> but not anymore now that I've realized. So what I did read is that apparently it doesn't run very well on the PS4 so that's another kind of topic for debate about whether it makes it a good PS Plus game but I'm just going to talk about the game itself I think so Days Gone is like it's an open world zombie game basically I think is the best way to describe it you have motorbike you have yourself I mean I didn't get too far into the open world part like well I didn't at all because I, I did the intro and the tutorial and opening missions but already I could see the potential of like the things that you can do in this game. I really 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 liked it like I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion about this I think um 
<laughs> because like I mean it's not the least known thing that I'm not the biggest fan of The Last of Us um like it's okay but I mean I've never played it I've only watched it but everyone praises it for its story but I'm just a bit meh on the story I'm not too keen on the characters and the the world has never grabbed me really and I did enjoy The Last of Us 2 more than The Last of Us 1 but as I was playing this game I couldn't help but make comparisons and once again no like probably no one is going to agree with me but this felt like what I would have liked for The Last of Us like the whole open world you've got freedom you've got like you get to see what's happened to the world it is brutal in its own way like the world is just felt savage and it felt dangerous but also I feel like having the freedom makes it feel even more dangerous to me because what if you stumble upon something you're not prepared for um, I never had the chance to really meet a horde yet but I know that the horde mechanics are a thing that was very well advertised when this game came out and I imagine that's really scary <laughs> and um, like having a base, uh, going around probably getting side quests, meeting new characters and stuff like that like that is all very exciting to me more so even though I'm a person that really values story that to me feels more exciting than the linearness of of The Last of Us. Um, because I also, I only jumped to the um, comparisons because I was getting similar vibes from certain things during, while I was playing it. And I like that this has like a lot of different types of mechanics. And again, it's the freedom and not only like for example you've got the mechanic of of being quiet otherwise you'll probably attract more zombies I don't remember the name of them in Days Gone but I'm just going to call them zombies but um you'll attract more zombies and they have nests so you can go around like clearing the nests and stuff like that which I think is really cool and I just felt like the whole concept of these zombies felt more fresh than anything I've seen for a while. Like I didn't get far enough to to find any origin of these zombies or like to get any real understanding of where they came from and how they operate and stuff like that. But just from what I saw, I was really intrigued and I was like, I wanna spend more time in this world. I can't really explain why. I mean, they're fast. They're faster than a lot of other zombies. And I think at one point, like, I don't think it's a spoiler, but I just remember at one point there was a zombie eating another zombie and I was like, that's cool. Like, that's different. That's new. I really liked it. And um, then you've got like the, the small ones and the, there's different types that have different characteristics, which again is another kind of thing that happens in The Last of Us. And I guess that's where I get more comparisons from. But I just found these ones cooler, you know? I don't know why. Um, just everything about this game felt cooler and more engaging to me. The world felt, like, brutal, but I find, I think maybe for me, it's just the characters. I'm not so keen on the Last of Us characters, whereas I was didn't expect to like these characters either, to be honest, but I felt more like... It feels more fun playing 
adults that are like, yeah, let's just survive this apocalypse. Let's just like tear shit up if we want to and let's go and do things. And then that comes back around to the freedom. Like, I just really like that about this game. And full disclosure, I am a person that does not play zombie games. I'm kind of getting a bit more used to them now, but I used to be really scared of them. And uh, obviously since doing PS Plus, I did try The Last of Us in whichever month we got that. Um, and it did feel okay to play, but this one, I was like, I actually really want to play more. I'm going to keep this in installed on my console and maybe I'll get back to it as soon as I've got time because that's how engaged I felt. I wanted to push through my zombie fear. <laughs> like, and from what I gather, this is the kind of game where a lot of people really love it. A lot of people are really disappointed by it. And I'm not sure why. I don't know if getting further into it will explain why. But as far as I've played, it blew my expectations away because I was expecting to not like it. I was kind of dreading playing it. Because again, I had that preconceived notion in my mind that I wasn't going to like it in the same way that I'm not keen on The Last of Us. But it turns out I've actually got another game to play. And if it wasn't on PS Plus this month, I probably would never have gotten around to it. So I guess that's another pro for it being a PS Plus game. Like a monthly game. Before I move on from this game as well, I just want to acknowledge... That I don't know if it's it's someone to do with the developers of Days Gone. Like made a really stupid statement lately where he said like it all came around because they announced that they're not doing a sequel to Days Gone I think. And um, he was justifying it by saying well if you want to see sequels and stuff you're going to have to support the game at full price. Don't buy things on sale. And um... On one hand, I understand what he's saying. It was like something to do with you buy the games you love at full price. And the point is though, how do you know that you've loved a game until you've played it? How many people have been burned by playing, paying full price for certain games? Um, I think it's a bit of a narrow-minded thing to say. And um, I didn't like it and I just wanted to, to acknowledge that because I thought like I totally understand yes the, the games need the financial support otherwise they'll just get cancelled. I get it but I don't know it's not the consumer's fault if they aren't very hyped for the game or if they don't know if they're going to love it until they've tried it. So yeah that, that one annoyed me a tiny bit. So moving on to the third game this month this is... Zombie Army 4 Dead War. It is developed by Rebellion Developments and it was released in February 2020. So like a year and a bit ago. This one is a sequel to the Zombie Army trilogy. And can I just first of all say I hate this name. For some reason certain games have names that I just don't like. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's, it looks like a kind of one of those cheap, um, like, I don't know, one of those games that costs like a couple of quid and the types of games that exactly that I don't like to play. So that gave me actually low expectations of the game because I had never actually heard of the Zombie Army games. So 
I didn't really know what to expect except for I kind of expected a cheap arcade style game. But that's not what we got. Um, it was better than I expected. I think if you like shooting zombies, it's definitely worth your time. Like I said, I'm not a person that likes to play zombie games, so yeah, this month was like, ugh. <laughs> but it was better when I actually played them. Um, if you do like shooting zombies, like it's a very enjoyable version of that, I think. There was some story to it, and, but then also it just kind of let you set you loose with like guns and different ways to kill zombies and then just zombies coming at you. Kind of different, some of them had different strengths and weaknesses and you can just kill them and <laughs> just make your way through the mission and it progresses the story as well and um, there's little easter eggs about, I don't know if you call them easter eggs, like collectibles and stuff and you know there seem to be plenty of ammo, plenty of supplies, you can just go ham, just get some stress relief killing those zombies. <laughs> um, it also had some replayability because I think there were some optional objectives that you could like go around and perfect the level, kind of like I was saying with Oddworld as well. So you can like play it blind or whatever and then once you finish the game go back and just try and perfect it and so that will cause some more replayability. And there is also an option for co-op but off the top of my head I don't remember what that looked like. I don't know if it's two player, like online, I don't know if it's couch co-op, I, I don't know if it's just in the missions or what, but there is some form of co-op and that makes killing zombies sound a whole lot more appealing to me. So again, that kind of makes it a good PS Plus game in my opinion because then if you've got a friend with PS Plus, you can just co-op the shit out with some zombie hunting, like it does sound really fun. And I think this game would work well with that. Like I say, it's not like... I feel like we've got kind of two polar opposites of the zombie genre. We've got Days Gone, which is heavy on the story, open world, kind of do what you want, heavy. And then we've got the zombie army game, which is like... Felt way more... I was going to say caricature but I don't know if that's the right word. But um, it's more fast-paced, just action missions although you could there was a base that you could look around and stuff like that there's um you know you can earn more points by doing different things so like I don't know I kept on finding I don't know if the birds or the rats I think it was rats were collectibles or not but I kept on finding myself like finding them all over the place and like you get little bits of points for doing that kind of thing so it does give you the extra challenge other than just the zombies um, and I'm saying that it's the polar opposite, but they are both third-person shooter-style games, so they're not totally opposite. They both have good graphics, but gameplay-wise and feel-wise, they are very different. And I think, in all honesty, I think it's quite a cool month. I was disappointed, like I say, as soon as it was announced, I was like, oh. But now, after I've played the games... I think it's been a really good month. I think it would have been better as like, uh, which month is Halloween? October month? <laughs> but, I mean, April, Easter time, 
zombies why not <laughs> so yeah good month like I don't really have any complaints I mean I've kind of uh, already discussed them about each game as I've gone and I'm, I'm happy I, I'm definitely happy with the games that we've got so before we had the um, stay at home thing where they gave away nine games for us not just for PS Plus users, but for anyone that has a PlayStation. And in April, they gave their 10th game of this year, no, 11th game of this year. And it was Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, so also including the DLC. And that was on the 23rd of April, and it was available into May. And um, so I hope you all managed to grab that. I'm sorry I'm so late, not able to remind anyone now. But, um,. I hope you grab that, especially now that they are going quite heavy on advertising the sequel. That's all very exciting. I'm very happy that I've got that for free because it was one that was on my my wish list, uh, watching out for sales and stuff, but I've never gotten around to playing any bigger games yet, so I didn't need to buy it. So that's really cool. And that's kind of it as far as PS Plus news goes. Um, as far as my own news goes, First of all, I'm really sorry for getting so behind with um, my YouTube videos and my PS Plus videos. Like, I've just gotten behind with it all. Um, I am still streaming regularly, but I went through it. I just needed to take an accidental hiatus from YouTube uh, just to get some things sorted out. But I feel good to do more recording now, so that's good. But I do apologise that this is going to be going out in June. But I'm going to try and get all of June done too. So that everything comes out on a regular schedule. And try and get back on top of it. So yeah, I'm sorry about that. But I also have a question for people. Um, so anybody that listens to this or watches this. What does anybody think about if I just stop doing the roundups and just do the games um, instead? And just maybe just do a bit more of a summary on the end of each game. I will explain my reasoning. Uh, basically, they used to only just be the two games. And now we're getting three and four games a month. And it makes these longer because I've got more to talk about. And it just makes the whole process longer, if that makes sense. Like, recording four games is a lot different than recording two games. And especially when you're like me... I want to give every game a fair chance. Sometimes that takes two hours. <laughs> so, like, I think that's part of the reason that I've ended up behind is because I have to play, like, more games. Like, just by adding one more game, that is 150% of what I was doing. That's not including this. So, like, it's not as if it's a big deal, but basically I'm asking, would anybody miss this if it was gone? Um... Obviously, I'll only get replies from people that have listened this far, so that's actually really useful for me. If you do want to reach out with any opinions on that, please do. Um, you can catch me on... I have my Discord server, or um, Twitter is usually the best place that you can get me at Control Alt Noob. Please reach out if you have any opinions on that. I'm really... These are just my first thoughts. I'm not going to stop immediately, but I might do June as my last one. Um, depending on what people say. 
because I'm happy to keep doing them if people would miss them, but I've got a feeling that nobody would. <laughs> so I'm just throwing the, um, the net. That's not the word, <laughs> but you know, I'm just trying to see if anybody would. And, um, yeah, I'll go from there. I'll keep mentioning it on the next couple of roundups that I do as well, just to remind people, or if someone missed one, then they might catch the next one. But, um, yeah, if you do uh, let me know, then also please let me know how you listen. Like if you listen to the audio only version or if you listen to the YouTube video. And also obviously you can you can comment in the YouTube comments if that's e- well, that is easier. <laughs> totally forgot YouTube comments were a thing. Yeah, so when I said Discord and Twitter earlier, YouTube comments is probably easier. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think that is it for April. Thank you so much, anybody, for listening. Please do let me know your thoughts on anything that I've just said, including the month of PS Plus for April. Once again, apologies for being so late. Uh, We will be back very soon with Ms. um, PS Plus games, which are Battlefield 5, Stranded Deep, and Wreckfest. I didn't get a chance to um predict this month but also I would have got it wrong anyway so it doesn't really matter but I will see you very soon for those games thank you very much bye